1: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quincecom upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns.
2: And Peter Dowder of the Irish Gardener.com uh, uh, joining me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon Patricia, how are you? I'm very well, I'm sorry about the confusion there, I was trying to get through to you on one line and John Paul was trying to get through to you on another line but we got it all uh, sorted out Okay, Uh, question straight in that's kind of relevant uh, to the weather that we've been having of late, a listener has noticed her front lawn got particularly waterlogged she'd never noticed it before is there anything she can do next year, she's assuming there's nothing you can do at the moment but why would it suddenly start to waterlog? Well it's, it's
3: suddenly starting to waterlog, I suspect, because of the difference in the climate. And like She hasn't seen it in previous years, but I don't think realistically we've seen rain like what we've seen in the last month ever before. I don't think we've ever seen four weeks like what we've just had. Um, I know for certain parts of the country, and I think around Cork, we got three times the average rainfall for October in October. So we haven't seen that level before. So I don't know if there's anything that she can necessarily do to counteract it. Um like as the reason I'm hesitating is because I'm always slow to, to 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 recommend going in under existing lawns and putting in new drainage systems and things like that because it's very often a waste of time, effort and money. So if it's just if it's just waterlogging now after we've had this extreme rain, I would probably wouldn't worry about it. I mean the lawns are very resilient in the same way that they cope with them. Um, uh the extreme drought that we had in July and August they will cope with this as well, so I wouldn't be in a rush to do anything. just see how it how it pans out if you like um like if it's stay if if you notice there's water logging more often after normal what I would regard as normal rain. Then, then maybe the soil compaction is an issue underneath. But it wouldn't just suddenly happen unless there were machines or something on it recently. Now, maybe, maybe if there were build, builders or if they were doing an extension or anything in the house and the soil got compacted, that would of course lead to it. But it doesn't sound like it from the from the call. Yeah, it so could just I,
2: be the excessive amount of rain.
3: I think that's exactly what it is. I'm afraid.
2: Yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. Uh, somebody wants to know a Chris. This is from Christine. Her Christmas uh, cactus seems pot bound. It is starting to flower. Would she wait until it stops flowering to repot?
3: I'd say there's going to be Christmas cacti in flower all over the country this year because I've had I've had similar questions uh, online and from from people over the last couple of weeks. So just as that, when should I repot it and things? I've had several of them. Uh, I would. Yeah, I would leave it flower certainly leave it flower. I I don't know whether it's a Christmas cactus she's had for several years or it's it's a new one on her this year. If it's new from the garden centre, they're very often in pots that are that bit too small to encourage them to, to, to flower. So let it flower in the pot at the end, enjoy it. Uh, You can maybe stand it in something like a bigger ceramic pot or something just to keep it upright for now and stop it falling over. But um, I wouldn't repot it then until the flowers are finished.
2: Yeah, I was off last week and when I came back, the two Christmas cacti in the canteen here have started the buds Have. I've started to open and I couldn't believe in a week the one that I have at home that is particularly dear to me because the gorgeous gentleman that gave it to me many, many years ago sadly is no longer with us and it just reminds me of him every time I look at the Christmas cactus. But I couldn't just believe in a week I've been away when I came home to this burst of and the gorgeous pink that it's that lovely cerise pink Christmas cactus.
3: And they really are so beautiful and they're so easy, aren't they? They're very, very easy plant to grow.
2: They're ugly then for the rest of the year but when they flower (laughs) they're stunning. They're stunning. Okay, this is Pat in uh, Mayfield. Peter, is it easy to split the bulbs of an African lily? Will they come on fully next year if I split them? This is Pat in Mayfield. African
3: lilies. I suspect Pat is talking about the the, um, agapanthus which is often referred to as lily of the Nile, and and I think African lily as well is one of the common names. So I suspect it's the, the dark blue agapanthus, um, which will you'll be very successful splitting them. And now is really the time, any time between now and the end of the winter, lift them out of the ground. Um, and of course, it's quite a root system, so they'll be quite hard to get out of the ground. But get them out of the ground and divide them so that your every division needs to have at least one growing shoot. Uh, to make sure it's going to grow next year, but they'll they'll divide uh, and and but you propagate them that way quite easily and quite successfully. Now the next part of the question: Will they flower again next year? They need the the root system of the agapanthus needs to get quite congested in order for it to flower. So that's why um, that's why it's difficult to get it out of the ground if you like, because the root system is so congested. So that's why they will do very very well in pots because they get congested and, and pot bound quite quickly. Uh, in the open ground particularly if you've just divided a clump, once you plant it into a new part of the garden or into a new pot, uh, it may well not flower for a couple of years until that root system develops again sufficiently and congests up again sufficiently. So uh, the smaller the divisions, so the smaller the new plant, the longer it will be, I would say, before you have more flowers. So in other words, if you you just divide an existing clump in two, they probably will flower away next year. But if if you divide the same clump into, let's say, 10, then you'll probably be waiting a couple of years for each of those to flower.
2: Okay, Uh, Jennifer in Blarney wants to plant a holly bush or holly tree. Her plan is that she will have foliage in which to use at Christmas. Uh, What sort of holly would you suggest she plants?
3: Any of them, uh, I would say, because holly, it's a lovely looking plant anyway, in the garden outside of using it as foliage for indoors for Christmas. But it's also a very important one for biodiversity, for enhancing biodiversity in your garden because it does sustain uh, many insects and of course there's lots of birds like the thrush. Um, so from that point of view it's any. From the next point of view I would look at the kind of different foliages in terms of which one she she likes the most and which one she would think she would use the most. So whether you want to go for just the straight dark green aquifolium which is our common hedgerow holly uh, or maybe you want to go for something variegated like silver queen or golden king or there's into it, uh, hollies are what's called dioecious plants, which means you have male and female plants. Most plants have male and female flowers, and and in the same on the same plant, uh, uh, hollies don't. So you need a male and a female. So without getting too far into it, as I say, you can also get some holly plants which are self-fertile, which means you'll have they'll flower uh, and they'll berry from just one plant. You don't need to. If if you're if you're going the other way, you will need to find a male one and a female one. Uh, so, if you look for a self-fertile one, let's say there's one called J.C. Van Tol, which is a nice one. Nice leaf. The leaf isn't as prickly as the normal holly, uh, but it's still that dark green. Um, that's a, that's a self-fertile form that might be worth looking at. But as I say, there are dozens of them and really look at the, if you want berries though, you would need to be careful that you're either getting a self-fertile form or that you have a male and a female.
2: Yeah, and then the one that's in my garden is got gorgeous red berries at the moment and I guarantee you there won't be one there at Christmas. There never is. It's
3: just <laughs> but there'll be, yeah. be well-fed birds yeah, in the garden.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the way I look at it. That's the way yeah. I look at it. Okay, back to Christmas cactus. Um, I've got a Christmas cactus, says this listener, and a piece of it has cracked off Will that root if I put rooting powder on it?
3: Do you know what it will quite easily now without seeing it? I'm saying it will, but when you're when you're you know they grow in kind of little segments. If yeah. you like, It's the best way to describe them. Well, the joint of those segments that's that's the node, right? So it's like any cutting. It's the node where you 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 want the base of the cutting to be because that's where the auctions are, which will develop into roots. So uh, when you're taking Christmas cactus cutting, you take two segments, one would probably even do if it was big enough, but you take two segments is one, one cutting if you know what I mean uh, into a small bit of rooting powder into a bit of compost, not too wet but but a bit damp and keep it indoors and yeah they, they, they do actually root quite easily.
2: Colette in Drumahan, could you ask Peter please, can you grow rhubarb in a big 60 litre plastic tub?
3: 60 litre is quite big so I would say, Yeah, I mean the answer to the question is yes you can Um uh, it won't be, a, I would not suggest it for very long term because uh, it will run out of nutrients in a finite space like that. Even though it's quite a big pot, it will still run out of nutrients after a few years. So you'll, you'll be totally artificially feeding it with good organic seaweed feeds and things like that. Um, the answer to your question, yes, you can grow it in a tub. But I would say long term it is probably not ideal.
2: Listener says, could you ask Peter, please, how can I take a cutting or get the fruit to grow from an arbutus tree?
3: The arbutus you take a cutting you take um what's called a semi-ripe cutting or what we all know it as a slip if you like so it's just a semi-ripe nodal cutting during the summer where you're taking this year's growth too late now for this year um you you could take a, a cutting kind of july or august time about four inches in length again the base of the cutting is at a node uh you just leave two leaves on the top of the cutting into a bit of rooting powder into compost indoors i would say then as well and that should grow now you could, I, I, I must say about the next, but I've never done it the, in, the, in the way I'm about to describe. I have done it from the softwood cuttings, but you can also grow Arbutus, to the best of my knowledge, by hardwood cuttings. Now, hardwood cuttings are a bit different, and we normally use them for growing apple trees and things like that uh, on deciduous plants. But it will work for some evergreens, such as the Arbutus to the best of my knowledge, but as I say, I haven't tried it. So a hardwood cutting is different. You take about 10 inches of growth, 10 or 12 inches of this year's growth, but you do it at this time of the year, okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, now what you do is you have so about 10 or 12 inches. Again, the base of the cutting is at a node, which is quite simply where the leaf meets the stem. Um, but you you plunge the hardwood cutting outside into the soil. So maybe dig, dig a, a kind of trench or, or an area about six or eight inches deep. Fill it with compost and grit because drainage is very important here. Um, And put your cutting with just the tip of it showing. So maybe just about two inches above the ground and then eight or nine inches below the ground, which is the opposite to how you normally would. But but do that. Now, again, they won't root quickly like the softwood one would during the summer. It could take up to a year. So you leave them in that trench uh, until this time next year, by which case you should have strong enough plants that, that I've grown hardwood cutting very successfully of deciduous trees like apples and things like that. As I say, I've never tried it on an, on an arbutus, but to the best of my knowledge, arbutus you can grow from hardwoods as well.
2: Okay, that's where we leave it uh, for this week. Thank you for that, uh, Peter. And uh, it's nice, mild weather forecast for the next uh, couple of days. It's it's really crazy. It yeah, a bit
3: of dry and mild weather. Yeah, that that's, well. crazy. That, that, right.
2: that's what we need. Thanks for that. We'll talk again next week. Thanks. Rick. Thanks a million. That is uh, Peter Dowdell, theIrishGardener uh, dot com.